0: To hear what it's really like to be a voice actor. It's the Voiceover Guru's podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Voiceover Guru's podcast. I'm Linda Bruno. I'm so excited because um this has been an anticipatory Thing for many months now that we have the honor of Mr. Kevin Kilpatrick joining us as a coach for the gurus.
0: Yay! I'm excited to be here. Ma- uh, honor. I- Know. We'll see. Let's give it a few months and see how that part works out. <laughs> no, I, the, the honor is mine, though. Seriously, I'm, I'm humbled. And, you know, I kind of threw something out to you uh, several months back and you're like, I'm listening. And then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some questions and uh, a, a detailed interview process, a background check. <laughs> and here we are.
1: <laughs> I know. And then you, you're like, oh, I'm going to be gone because I'm taking my lovely wife to Greece for many, many weeks. And so it was like this little secret that had to stay hidden. Yeah. But I kept saying, someone's coming. Somebody great is coming. They're coming Aww, to coach and help you help sweet. you through your reads. I just think it's always so great to have, you know, an extra set of ears on folks that, you know, they have a chance to get another opinion mm-hmm. on their read. Um, and it's just, it's valuable, especially from someone who has your history as well you've been doing this for a a million gajillion years too
0: yeah since uh oh four full-time i had kind of started out prior to that uh, on a part-time basis while i was still doing my radio job and uh, around 2004, corporate radio was like, uh, I was getting tired of it. I didn't lose my job. I was very humbled that my boss at the time, when I told him I'm leaving radio to do voiceover and production full time, he's like, Kevin, you or well, at the time, my radio name was Gator. Uh, so anybody, <laughs> any any South Florida radio fans from Kiss Country might remember Gator. But anyway, uh, he wow. was like, Gator, Gator. D- you know, are you serious? Do, do you want us to try to make you stay? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm doing this, man. Uh, I, I'm tired of spinning the prize wheel uh, with listeners on the weekend. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I want to make my own schedule and I, I want to create my own path. So uh, here I am uh, nearly 20 years later and uh, still going strong, thankfully.
1: But the question is, did you have a mascot?
0: At the boundary <laughs> station that we would did,
1: go with you to the uh, remotes.
0: Yeah, no, we didn't really have a mascot. We would, uh, the radio DJs would go out and then we'd have the promotions crew there and we'd have the van set up. We had an RV though, it was a giant red, Ooh. a red, white, and blue RV. Kiss Country, we had a big prize. Fancy. wheel. yeah, always handing out t shirts and uh. Yeah, uh, no no, really, no mascot to speak of. I guess I was the station mascot because I was an animatronic. Yeah, you know. were. Yeah, they gave me that radio a, name, by the way.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, it was
0: <laughs> I, when I signed my agreement with the radio station at the time, I told my boss, I said, I don't want to change my name because I knew he was legendary for changing people's names. And I said, I want to keep Kevin Kilpatrick. That's what I've been called my whole life. And he's like, Let, let's readdress that. <laughs> And what do you think about Gator? And I'm like, you've lost your mind. But it turned out Linda to be a great thing because in Arbitron ratings at the time, people fill out these diaries of who they listen to. And that's how you got uh, listenership They remember you. Yeah. Yeah. They remember. So they remembered Gator.
1: Wow. Wow, that's pretty cool. We we had a mascot at the mm, second station I worked at up in Long Island, Lucky the Duck. (laughs) So I would do my my remotes with Lucky the Duck as we would spin the wheel of prizes. What
0: was the format? What was your call letters?
1: Uh, um it was uh, W K J Y, so uh, like adult contemporary so okay
0: I've, so how did I've, the duck i was thinking what I was it w u c k or you know w d c k or yeah. no nope, just happen and uh, have just, a duck
1: no i was you know queen of celine dion mariah carey and long island love songs at night oh That's what I were you kind cheer. of like a
0: delilah or something do you remember delilah
1: yeah she was on after us oh wow okay so you're not like
0: delilah you you were her lead-in you were her opening act yeah
1: (laughs) yeah exactly so the old days of radio which so many of us are were started in but um you made obviously made the 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 transfer over because a lot of radio people have tough a tough time becoming voice actors yeah
0: and you know part of it for me linda was i had a bank of automotive clients so, automotive is one of my jams. Um, so, I'm still on, and uh, I, I still, I'm still—I'm probably at my highest now. But I'm probably doing about 60 markets a month. I'm on in New York, by the way. Are you? Yeah. So, I'm on every month. I've been on in New York for the past uh, 12 years uh, for this one group of dealers, Hudson. It's the Hudson group of dealers, and and the mm. spots don't sound anything like I'm talking right now and, and we can you know I'm sure when we get into our coaching and things that this possibly yeah. will come up but you know there's certain sounds that work well for automotive and thankfully a lot of it's changed because a lot of it can be just friendly natural kev hey buy a Camry for 199 a month but for Hudson I do what is called the mean angry father um, and it's <laughs> like buy a Camry 199 a month get it now at <laughs> Hudson Toyota. So, and that's even that's even dialed back from what I really do for them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, made the transition. Had some automotive clients at the time, and automotive became my bread and butter, and uh, it still pretty much is. And that uh, afforded me the opportunity to transition from radio. And plus, I was still mm-hmm. doing some production. My old radio station at the time would hire me monthly to do production for them. And so I got lucky on my transition. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was lucky or planning, but I had some established income. And I also had, I was resourceful. You know, I, I'm, I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler, baby. I'm a hu- right? I hustle, you know, and, and that's what this game is all about.
1: So how did you wind up deciding that you wanted to do some coaching? How did you fall into
0: that? Organically, um, I have uh, <clears throat> at, you and I met um, via a casting. So I've done casting for years. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I keep forgetting. Um, keep forgetting, Michael McDonald. Um, <laughs> I keep forgetting how long ago you and I met. Um, it's been what you... seven, eight years, probably.
1: At least no, because you found you found me on Voice One, Two, Three. Yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah. so, and that
1: was. That was a. It's I think longer than that. Yeah,
0: and honestly. I don't think we ever did. Did we ever do any live sessions where I directed you? God, I don't know. Yeah, I don't 53. think so. Probably not for automotive. <laughs> um, I'm. I might would have, but I don't think I did for you. Um, but that being said, I've done cast ever since. So, and this all goes back to I, part part of my coaching is, and part of making money in this industry is, it all adds up. Um, I'll say that constantly to people. It all adds up. And I'm talking about many different aspects, being a pro, uh, b- being you know good at what you do, being resourceful, being available, being easy to work with. Um, and one of those things is being an answer, a resource. So I've in the beginning, I had clients that were like, "Hey, Kev, you know, you're great, but we've got some crossover. With we're gonna get another dealer on in the same market, but we can't use your voice. Can you find another male voice?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I can." Mm-hmm. Uh, same with finding, "Hey, Kev, uh, you found us a great uh, another great male. Can you find us a great female?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's go on Voice One Two Three and see if we can find Linda Bruno," and and that <laughs> happened. And so, getting to the coaching part of it. So I've always done casting. Pretty much ever since I made the transition. Gotcha. So I've got clients that would be like, "Kev, could you get this, you know, talent to do it this way and this way?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can." So I started directing. Um, so I've been directing uh, since I first started, and you know, I I train wow. my ear. I you know, I I know it sounds good to me, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of how it came about. And then just throughout the years, I've always had people ask. How do you get into voiceover? I've been told I've got a good voice, Kevin. How can I get into voiceover? And I'm, first thing is, stop talking like this, Dan. (laughs) Um, No, no, no. But but that happens. And so I've just always offered advice and tips and, you know, throughout the years. And so it just kind of happened organically and... Uh, the first official coaching I've done, I guess, is probably at Voice Over Atlanta, where uh, my uh, I call her my work wife, but she's my podcast partner, Bobby Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Um, she and I, you know, hosted uh, a workout group at VO Atlanta. We did a speaking session there, and that was probably the first official one, although I was very comfortable in that, and uh, and so I've been doing uh, Christy Bowen, who runs Tennessee Voiceover Studios, invited mm. me to be one of her, formally invited me to be one of her coaches here in Nashville. And so uh, that happened a few years ago. And uh, now I have been honored and humbled to join the BO uh, <laughs> Gurus. So here I am. Yeah. Is that, right, is that in a, in a long nutshell. enough roundabout, <laughs> rambling on version of uh, your question?
1: No, that's great. It makes sense, though, because, um, you know, I know automotive is such a huge part of your life, but. Of course, you know, you, and if you're a patient person and you listen, you can, you know, coaching can be a, a natural next step. You know, you have to have that patience and have that open, open-mindedness to, I had a great compliment given to me the other day from a student. Um, he also does a, he coaches, um, what do you call it, uh, public speaking, mm-hmm. and he does it for corporate, um, and he does it online too, especially since COVID. But he said to me, he goes, "There's two types of coaches. He says there's the coach that." teaches you their method and they try to get you into their method of doing something. then there's the coach that finds your strong points and helps you flourish with what you have. And he says, and you are that type of coach. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so honored to hear that because it's true. You know, if you have the patience and the willingness to really listen and, and, and pay attention to someone's performance and what they bring to the microphone, the table, Um, You know, you can help them hopefully find something else within themselves to bring out a better performance and become a better performer, a better voice actor.
0: I agree with that assessment 100 percent because uh, one of the things I was going to mention is, you know, with coaching, I think it's valuable for we coaches to uh, coach ourselves and and train ourselves Mm -hmm. with other coaches because we need that perspective. We need that outside voice. And in my experience with uh, what you just said, it's been exactly that. It's been, I've worked with folks who've got a method, they've got a way that they want to try to get you in that method. And I see great value in that. I also Mm -hmm. see the value in kind of, and I'm like you, I like listen to see where the person is and listen to what they're all about and, and try to get to them that way on a connection basis, I guess. Um, yeah. I, it's not, I'm going to try to fit you. I'm not going to try to fit you into a mold that I've created. I'm going to try right. to mold you, uh, in a way that I hear. And when I hear some progress, I'm going <clears> to <throat> try to tap into that a little bit more. So exactly. yeah, I agree with you hundred percent on those two different, uh, ways to uh, do coaching.
1: And it's a process. Uh, you know, one asked me, said, so, well, how do I know if I'm going to be good at promo, if I'm going to be good at whatever? And, you know, look, we start with commercials and we go from there. You know, yeah. this is, to me, it has to just, like you said, organically. I can throw a bunch of different scripts at you. And let's see. You, you might hate promos. You might hate, you know, doing automotive or you might fall in love with it. Um, you know, there's just so many avenues because I know a lot of talent ask that. And they say, well, how do I know what I'm going to be good at? Nah. Like, well, with your coach, you you know, you hopefully you'll have a coach that will support you in whichever direction. But Obviously, what you get booked for, you kind of find out there. Um, what you're good at, as well.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's funny. A funny story. When I uh, started doing this full time in 2004, um, I reached out to this guy, a guy in San Francisco. <clears throat> I can't think of his name, but he is an OG legend. I, I don't even think he does <laughs> a lot of voiceover anymore. He it, it was initials is like JK or something. Anyway, but he mm-hmm. started out in the business as a writer. Now he's not a producer. He is a, a voice. He's a writer and a voice actor. Boom, done. I think he did casting and stuff like that, but he did yeah. a lot of national stuff. He was always on uh, Voice One Two Three, you know, giving advice to people. And I hit him up one day and I said, "Would it be cool if I sent you some samples?" And this is remember two thousand four, two thousand five. I sent wow. him some samples, and he so graciously spent the time and wrote me this thoughtful note back. And it was just incredible. But what he said to me at the time has come true to this day. Um, He said, Kevin, you sound great, but, you know, you got a little bit of an announcer sound. He said, you know, with with the right work, you could do promos. You could do trailers with the right amount of work and training and Mm. stuff. He goes, but I do see you doing a lot of corporate narration and that kind of stuff. Um, And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, And that's kind of, you know. I do commercial work, I do automotive, I do a ton of automotive, um, but I do a lot of corporate work, I do a ton mm-hmm. of e-learning, um, and you know I do a handful of uh, national spots throughout the year that I'm very grateful to get, and I know to this day that it's because of tra- getting back to training, it's getting back to training, Linda, I, I think I've told you the story, but I refocused myself in 2018 and started training with coaches because I wanted to get back to my original goal of doing right. national stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, so here I am, you know, five years later, um, and, and I'm starting to see the fruits of that labor. Um, getting back to your point about what people are going to be good at, we don't know. We don't really <laughs> no. know. you got to explore it. you, you got to think about what you love. Like, uh, audiobooks, um, you know, I've done a few of them, but they're not for me, like, regular. Yeah. I, I do get... Same. I do get a desire to do them now and then, though. And then after do you- I do one, I go, oh, yeah, that's why I don't do a lot of them. So- <laughs> but I enjoy you what I do. scratch the itch and that's it. Yeah. There's any number of things that we can do in this business and be successful.
1: We just don't know. But... Um- it's good to 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 try a bunch of things and not limit yourself, no matter what, you know. So that's great. So, it's good to also humbly feel that feeling of let me go back and let me get let me get some coaching and have someone else listen to me, and how I perform. Because yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, you get another. I I did that with casting directors in the city. They do online workouts, and I will, you know, and they've known me for years, and so they know what scripts to send me. And then they know, okay, how to. They they tell me things that I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that I wasn't doing that, or, what, you know. And it's, I'm still nervous as all get out, though. I, honestly, I cannot. I am, I feel for people that come to our online workouts, especially for the first time. I feel for you because it is so nerve wracking. You're sitting there, you're waiting, you're looking at the script, you're waiting. When's it going to be my turn? Um, and here I, I still feel that way. I still feel that way.
0: Yeah, I did a, a, a promo workshop with a uh, one of the voices of CBS. I don't know, a couple of months ago, and it was a room full of talented people. And yeah, it's my turn, and I'm like, yeah, nervous <gasps> as all. Get out. And and in tw- to your point again, in 2018, when I started my my rebirth and my my refocus on you know getting bigger and better gigs, <clears throat> uh. Uh, that was the most humbling thing at the time, not because mm. I'm cocky. Uh, it, it's because it's like, it was the nerves. It was the, like, they're going to think I suck. They're going to be like, how'd you even make money in this business? And that, that was my fear. And, and like you said, anybody that's coming to this brand new, just know that we've done it ourselves and we've humbled ourselves and we've gone through those nerves and it is tough and we do mm-hmm. understand it.
1: Yeah. I try to also let people know, too, that with the classes and things that I've taken, especially the in-person stuff up here in New York, you know, there's a lot of really very tough coaches and very tough teachers who are not nice. And I hated how I was feeling. I hated how I felt going to the class. I it would, I would, All week, I would be nervous thinking, oh, God, I'm going to have to because I did like on camera. I did improv. I did a bunch of stuff. And um, I thought, you know what, if I ever do this, I do not want to ever have a student feel like they're dreading coming, you know, to coach with me and learn from me. And it's just you have to I don't know. To me, creativity does not blossom under those circumstances. And now with AI performance, you got to nail it or you can just kiss being in voiceover goodbye. You know so you have to be a performer there's it's, there's no way around it you have to get those acting chops down yeah and you got to be because what are, what what else what do we have left
0: yeah because c- c- you can't rely on your good voice no you, you can't <laughs> um and well, I know. and I can, I cannot imagine you anybody ever going oh my gosh she's gonna be mean to me
1: Linda be nice I believe it or not some people like well, and I get it they don't know me yeah. you know so sometimes they get but then once they realize, no, no, I'm, I'm just a big goofball like the rest of us, and you have to be in this business.
0: Yeah, but you, you know, also you have, have to, to convey your point, and you have to be mm-hmm. firm when necessary, and you know, I'm right. the same, but I'm going to do it in the nicest way possible, you know? <laughs>
1: you suck! News. No. <laughs> I was you, just going to say it, that.
0: <laughs> That's me talking to myself, by the way. That's how I coach myself.
1: <laughs> Abusing yourself. Yes, I know. Oh. I know. So we have, um, I've been beating the drum for people to join the Circle community as I'm transitioning away from Facebook because we have the Facebook community, but it didn't have all the elements that I wanted to incorporate with everybody. Yeah. And the Circle community is so cool because we can have these nice little chat rooms and these areas where people can either complain about things or... Some things for mental health as well um, in the circle community. Um, now we're doing this weekly script read. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to any of the ones from last week, Kevin. I did. I listened but, to um, all of
0: them actually. Did you? Yes, I it's sure so did. cool. Yeah. To he-
1: isn't it awesome to hear other people it, read it, the it, same script?
0: Yes, it was. It was enlightening and it was funny uh, because one of one of the students that read. Um, I guess it's okay to say, but I think I'm going to be directing him uh, in a demo coming awesome. up uh, through another source. Um, awesome. So yeah, yeah, I was like, "What? Oh my gosh!" Um, yeah. So so that <laughs> it's was a small kind of little funny. community. <laughs> it, it is, and, yeah, and you know, people will find that out too. The voiceover world is is can be small, um, mm-hmm. and you know the circles run around each other. They connect and they interact, and uh, it's great. I love it
1: yeah especially um like the students i several of the students i have i know have gone and been with a lot of other coaches which i encourage you know i think you know whatever you can gain from someone else's coaching or demo production by all means as long as you're not getting screwed over yeah that's all i care about as long as someone's not just selling you this six for six grand you know i'm not going to coach you and i'm going to put something shiny on it, uh, you know, I just, I can't handle that.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, just from my perspective, uh, you know, I, I guarantee I have coached with probably close to a dozen coaches, you know, wow. throughout the years. Um, and, you know, sometimes it'd be a one-off, uh, you know, I now on one hand are the ones that I can count that I've had multiple sessions with, you know, mm-hmm. but um, that's the ones I see value in that work for me you know, uh, that resonate with me and it'll be different for everybody. Um, but yeah, Yeah. you can glean stuff from everybody that you work with and, you know, sometimes you do find a a great connection and you want to stick with one coach. So, uh, you can certainly take that route, but yeah, like Linda said, there's nothing wrong with having multiple coaches.
1: I, I liken it to my golf short lived golf uh, addiction where I was taking lessons for like seven years.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and I found this fantastic pro who I love. He was fantastic. Um, and then, for some reason, I couldn't connect with the chip shot with how he was telling me how to hold everything and how to move my body. So one day, I wind up at one of my favorite golf courses out here on Long Island, and there was another pro there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a lesson with this guy. And we work on the chip shot, and how he explained it clicked for me. And it was just, oh, wow, just a different Approach helped me in regards to that one thing. So this whole time, all these years with this one coach, which again, I'm not taking anything away from him because I learned the majority of what I know. It just took that one other opinion to to say, let's shed a little light on this and show you a different way because it wasn't clicking for me with the other coach. Does that make sense? A
0: hundred percent, a hundred percent. But but I my my real question is, why short lived? Are you not still playing? (laughs) Are you still playing? Um.
1: I'm not as frequently in all honesty, my mother moved up from Florida. So she lives upstairs and I have to help her a lot with things. And then I got married and my life shifted. So for that seven year period of time, I was single. Okay. And I had no responsibilities and disposable income. (laughs) Yes. I was at the height of a lot of my clients. I was working a lot. And so I would go and play golf all the time. You know, it's an expensive sport. Yes. And, uh, And yeah, so that's what happened. Then all of a sudden life shifted and I was like, oh God, I don't, I can't get out on the golf course this weekend. And then you got to find someone who wants to play with you. And then I was in a league for many, many years, an executive women's business league, you know, a bunch of me and old ladies playing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I loved it. I loved it, but just life shifted, Uh, life shifted. I love how
0: affectionately you said that, me and a bunch of old ladies. (laughs)
1: It's true. <laughs> well, I, there were some very competitive leagues, and oh. I didn't want to play with those women. They were the ones that were doing, like, eagles, like, every time they'd go out. Oh, and wow. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to do that.
0: No, what's your I handicap? Be, do you carry a handicap, or do you?
1: I'm not one I discuss.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my handicap is my swing.
1: <laughs> Hi-oh! <laughs> no, I got extremely obsessed, and it's it, beca- it became just, like, living, breathing, eating. Golf, oh. And then I was a, what do you call it? A range rat. So I would constantly be there. I would be oh wow. 20 degree weather, 20 degree weather at the heated stalls. I'd be hitting balls. You were a professional January. practicer. <laughs> yes. So then I'd get on the course and I'd be okay. And then I'd hit a bad shot. And then one time I walked off a course and I started crying and I thought, I am not in the PGA <laughs> LPGA, right? What the heck is going on? I have to release. So this is my personality. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I got to step away from it for a while, wow. so that's what happened. You're
0: taking it a little bit too seriously.
1: Yeah, it, it's true. And when you take it too seriously, then I don't know, you lose it.
0: Yeah, I get it. But but we the, the important thing is we are taking what is important seriously, and that's our voiceover careers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, very true. Um,
0: you like that segue?
1: But I was going to say, ooh, that was interesting. <laughs> but also. I like it. The golf is always like a good little referral point for me. When I don't think about my swing, when I release my brain, it's a beautiful swing. I hit it the sweet spot. It's like with a performance with a script. If you're thinking about the technical, if you're in your head criticizing yourself and saying, oh, I should have said it like that. Or I should have like my my voice doesn't sound right here. You lose. You get out of the performance and then. You have to release. You have to release, let go, trust, have faith that your training has, you know, paid off in some sense. Something has sunk in and go for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's muscle you know, memory.
1: Be- yeah. But that brain just gets in the way of everything.
0: Oh, it does. It, and, and I'll hear that a lot uh, from coaches that I work with and train under, you know, stop overthinking it. Stop getting in your own way. And And that's so true. So true. It's tough to do, though. Oh, it is.
1: Yeah. How do you, how do you shut it out?
0: Um, I go to my happy place. So I think about being on the golf course with a big old <laughs> glass of bourbon. And that's my... <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's hard. Um, you know, sometimes I really connect with stuff. And then I know when I phone it in. I know, yeah. Um, But but I know how challenging it is. But sometimes I'm I'm in my happy place within the script, and I'm like, oh, this this speaks to me, and Mm -hmm. and I can get there. But you know, um, I just I try to shut it all down, but it's hard. Um, I do I don't have a go to to get to my happy place. I've got a go to of trying to get myself in the situation you know, within the script, you know, thinking about the scene and all that good stuff. And I will find a way to connect that way. But, you know, sometimes it's artificial, but sometimes it's good enough to work, you know?
1: Right. So are you finding that, are you talking about with auditions or jobs
0: Uh, or both? Auditions mostly, like, you know, trying to find that, you know, like I got well I got booked and then I just found out that they're postponing the project so I kind of got booked Aww. and then they said nope sorry but for, for the, this is just this week too but for the script <laughs> it was a medical too I was dang it it was a medical um and I'm like it was very complicated it I don't want to say what the medicine was because people you know know and uh, but there was a lot of this plus this allows you to do this and this happens and this happens. Well, so all this medical stuff. And I'm like, uh, the, the focus for me was getting the wording right and saying the wording properly. Uh-huh. And so I were, you know, practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced, got in the booth and I was able to say it fluidly. And sometimes that's Clearly, that's all it takes for medical. Sometimes is right. to be cool and just get the words out and say I'm cool and smooth and you're going to be good and like, hey, I'm I'm caring, I'm warm and I'm I You know, I know what I'm talking about with this medical stuff. And it only it only sounded like I knew what I was talking about because I spent so much time getting the wording right. Um, sure. So yeah, whatever works. So that wasn't necessarily a happy place for me, but it was technique, and you know, sometimes yeah. that works.
1: Yeah, you find your you find your methods yeah. and your ways. To get through it, well, we have your first workout. You're going to be joining us when this actually it'll be the week of, because this podcast is going to be on the Monday of the Wednesday workout that we are doing awesome. together. So your we can say this
0: week us. is my first workout. We can say that.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It's very exciting.
1: And, uh, it is. It is. It's sold out at this point. Um, but it is going to be probably one of the few times that all three coaches are going to be together. But it, it'll be it'll be great because you'll get a chance to, to work with Alyssa and see how awesome she is and she'll see how awesome you are. and It'll just be a whole bunch of awesomeness. Oh, <laughs> give me a <laughs> tissue.
0: <laughs> That's very sweet. So, I'm looking so, forward to like, it.
1: So what do you think is your favorite, most favorite thing to coach? Like genre?
0: <sighs> That's a great question. Um, I mean, I can coach automotive all day long. I can, uh, I feel pretty good about documentary and narration. Um, e-learning uh, you know, I can coach e-learning all day long. Uh, commercial work, I feel confident in too. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a favorite. I, you know, I don't know if my favorite would necessarily be what I'm strongest at. Um, mm-hmm. You know, cause commercial stuff, I, you know, I book commercials, but um, you know, coaching in commercials is like it's gotta be i gotta listen to where the person is and how they're connecting with the script and these kinds of things mm-hmm. and and see where that goes um automotive, I pretty much have a formula you know going back to the you know the formula versus organic approach i guess mm-hmm. um but no I, I like I like working with people and I love hearing people improve i was uh humble brag i was uh directing a demo session last week, actually. I actually did two, uh, directed two demo sessions last week, last week Linda, and it wow. was just so great because one of the actors that I worked with, she brought me to tears uh, doing this autism spot, and that's what I was oh hoping gosh. for, and I said, okay, we're done with this one. We're done with this wow. one because you're not going to see me like this anymore during this session, and then the wow. guy that I worked with, he's an up-and-comer, and to just hear him with his natural sound, just nail this gif thing that we were doing and get it exactly as I was hearing it in my head. Yeah. That's super rewarding. So the genre to me doesn't matter. It's the seeing the results is what matters.
1: Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, that's right. You're, you're pretty um, experienced with the demo production. You've been doing that forever, right?
0: Uh, I've been doing, you know here are the last couple of years it's really picked up and that's by you know I don't market it I don't talk about it uh I don't blast it on social it's just Mm -hmm. referrals um and that's kind of picking up and it's just you know I know what that process is like I've been producing stuff since I was knee-high to a coyote that's a Tennessee saying by the way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I really have, um, you know, because I cut my teeth in radio producing stuff, slicing tape together gotcha. and, you know, messing with stuff. But n- now I know how the demo world works and and I know what it takes and, and this kind of stuff. Um, so I have been producing a lot of stuff lately. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy that. I thoroughly putting to- enjoy putting something together uh, with my crew that uh, is compelling and can be effective and can get noticed and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, mm-hmm. really enjoying that side. And yeah, it has, you know, I, I guess I'm fortunate and blessed, uh, but it has picked up. You know, I'm very fortunate to stay busy as I am.
1: Kevin, I think you should stay in this industry. I think you've got a lot going for you.
0: Ah, you know what? And <laughs> here I thought I was going to take it uh, being a professional gardener because I can grow a mean tomato. <laughs>
1: I'm predicting that I think you're going to do really, really well.
0: Yeah, I would I would <laughs> suck at the gardening part because <laughs> I, I would much rather be watching baseball or playing golf in the summer than tending a garden, that's for sure.
1: Agreed, agreed. I'm so glad that you came on. This is fantastic. Um, what's Can I ask what's happening with your podcast?
0: Yes. Um, so the Making Waves VO podcast is dropping very soon. Um, I'm proud to say that we have a, uh, presenting sponsor for the podcast. So Yay! I know I'm excited about that. We've already got, uh, you know, our, our methods are different with, in terms of our podcast, I've got three in the can right now, um, that are still being edited. One's pretty much ready to go, but I'm going to be dropping them weekly. Um, as I get them rolled out, I'm still working out some wording with the sponsor, Um, so that's, what's holding that up just a little bit, but yeah, the Mm -hmm. making waves Vo podcast with my uh, partner, Bobby Maxwell, that is going to be dropping by the end of October. Fingers crossed.
1: Fantastic. Well, your stuff is always organized. I like to fly by the seat of my pants.
0: Oh, well, Hey, (laughs) if you only knew it's like, I'm like the, the, uh, what is it? The metaphor of the duck? He's swimming like crazy underneath, but he looks smooth on top of the water. Right. That's me all the time. I've been called a hot mess more than once in my career.
1: (laughs) My problem is I get inspired by something I hear and all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, that would be good to add. And then it's like, boom, I'm off in a different direction, but I try to stay organized. But um, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. A true pleasure. It's
0: an honor, Linda. It's great talking to you as always. And and I value our friendship and looking forward to uh, what our partnership brings in the near future.
1: Yes. So folks, you want more information? Kevin is already on our website. And yeah, he's going to be coaching with us um, probably at least once a month in a workout, I would imagine. But um, of course, available for private coaching. So and especially if you automotive, man, that's that's an awesome industry. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm just glad that uh, you were able to join me so we could Say hello to everybody and welcome you to the VoiceOver Gurus.
0: Thank you so Thank much you. for having me.
1: Get more information if you'd like to about coaching, anything that we do at voiceover.guru. And thanks again for joining us. Have a great day.
0: Should I start recording now? Thanks for listening to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast, real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru